want to welcome us uh, once again uh, in another session for another session of what feast in this first quarter of uh, 2021 and i believe strongly that god in a way has been reaching out to us for those of us who have been following uh, every of every session in this quarter and i believe god for another supernatural encounter you know for each and every one of us on this platform and none of us will go through this workshop without a definite change in his or her life in his finance in his family in his business in the name of jesus and i pray that for those of us that are trusting god for an enlargement that god will grant us supernatural enlargement that god will enlarge our coast in the name of jesus amen uh tonight like uh, it has been uh, announced to us uh, we've been told on, our, on the various on our platform we'll be talking about the power of planning the importance of planning what planning does to an individual what planning has the capacity to do in every life in every uh, venture in every business you know, and the anchor test of us for tonight's teaching is proverbs chapter 22 verse 7 proverbs 22 verse 7 which says the rich the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender it says the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender first of all i want us to understand that this is so not because god has uh, designed ordained one person to be above the other no as a matter of fact we need to understand through the word of god that when god created everything god saw that everything was good you know he made the male he made the female he made everybody to be equal you know not uh, giving one person uh two heads than the uh, giving one person one head you know he made everybody to have the same opportunity you know, he gave everybody the same opportunity they give everybody the same uh, platform to operate with. But what create, uh, gave, uh, created the difference between the poor and the rich is the ability of one person to engage him or herself in strategic thinking or in planning well with what he or she has got. You know, the ability to plan well with what he or she has got. So it is not about the amount of resources available to us. You know, every individual have one resource or the other available to him, whether we like it or not. Even the widow, when she got to Elisha, and Elisha asked her what she had in the house, at first she said she didn't have anything. But in his actual sense, you know, God won't leave anyone without anything that will bring him or her out of that difficult situation that he or she is. You know, and after his second thought, she told Elisha that there is a jar of oil a little jar of oil and that little jar of oil was what created that turnaround that she experienced in her lifetime so you must understand that it's not about the amount of resources that's available to uh, to us as, as a person because god has given you something to work with just like the parable of talent god gave one five god gave one two god gave one one now the explosion they experienced was not be, was not based on what they have but the ability to manage to work with what they have so it's not about the amount of resources the amount of money that you have at your disposal 
but how well you put it to use there are so many people that when you give them ten thousand naira, for example in nigerian currency give them ten thousand naira, you know they can work with it they can plan with it and get more money but there are some individuals if you give them one million naira, they're going to blow it off why because they lack the capacity to work with it to sit down and plan well with that thing to make it produce uh, to multiply for them so it's not about how much resources that is at your disposal we need to understand that first of all so when we talk about the rich and the poor it's not the fact it's not because the rich have so much money at this as a matter of fact he started somewhere he had something little that he recognized that if he work with it you know he could actually uh, become rich so it is engaging in practical and strategic thinking on how to make best use of the resources at hand that makes a difference between the poor and the rich or between someone who is great and someone who is uh, uh who, who isn't great that is what makes it different between a success and a failure in whatever endeavor we find ourselves so everyone has been given resources like i said of varying degree by god but what makes the difference is the ability to put them to work effectively taking your time to sit down to know the most profitable way to engage that which is available to you taking time out to sit down count the, and that's where the problem lies taking time out to sit down count the cost you know to know what to do the best way to put to use what you have you know to get to make profit at that particular point in time there was a time that i uh, was discussing one of my counselors uh so and then he was he was uh, before i got married you know some time ago and he said that he told myself and my wife that we will definitely get money but what will actually make the difference is how well we put the money to use because sometimes when money is coming in you think that oh this money is very little let me just you know but little by little when when those money those, those uh, resources will be going and at the end of the day or at the end of the year when you look at it you discover that you've spent like over a million I mean but how did that happen? It was because the money was coming this way, and you didn't put into cognizance those things. You were not, you didn't sit down to look at how well to channel, you know, those resources. So it's not about uh, the amount of resources, but how well you you plan those those things. How well your ability to sit down to count the costs, you know, your ability to sit down to take time out to look at the most profitable way to a channel that resources that is available to you and this aspect actually is very important for anyone who wants to uh, emerge as a financial giant in 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 uh, in, in, in life because uh, without planning wastage will abound without planning wastage will abound now there's a there's a part of scriptures that i want us to look at luke chapter 14 verse 28 to 29 where jesus christ said which of you intending to build a tower sits not down first and count the costs whether i had whether i have in a sufficient or enough to finish it less aptly after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it all that behold it begin to mock him now if you look at that verse the problem is not that they have they don't have it as a matter of fact they all have something everybody has something but the problem lies where the problem lies is the inability to sit down first and count the costs 
do I have enough to finish this thing? Do I have enough to do this thing? Of course, I have something. But what I have, how best can I put it to use to achieve my goal, to achieve my... And that's why Jesus Christ said, let's apply when he has laid the foundation. Just starting it. You know, he couldn't finish it. And people look at it and start mocking him. You know, so without adequate and proper planning, resources will be wasted. Even that little that you, that you have, when you don't plan well with it, when you don't sit down to count the costs, to know what it will take, you know, how best to put that little resource to use, you will waste it. And that's the challenge, that's the problem that Jesus Christ is trying to point out in this place. That definitely you have something. You're, you might just, you're, what you have might just be one. But then, if you can create time, take time out to sit down and plan that one talent that you have, no matter how little it is, it will become plenty. Because if you are faithful in one, you will definitely be faithful in plenty and God will entrust you with so much to manage. So, it is not about the amount of uh, resources available to you, but your ability to sit down, engage yourself in strategic thinking on how well to, to on, on the best way to, to use that which is available to you to make profit. To make profit. So, planning helps to reduce wastage and help us to focus only on the most relevant things. Planning helps us to count the cost even before embarking on a project. Not just going on a project, you know, without thinking twice on what exactly you will need to embark on that project. In fact, what is at add now? Will it be enough to carry out that project? That project that you want to embark on, what is at hand now? What exactly will be the most profitable thing to, to do first, you know, on that project? Because there are certain losses that actually can be avoided if only we will sit down and count the cost. There are some losses that, of course, you can't avoid them. There are some losses that, as, as entrepreneurs, you know, we, we tend to incur some of those losses and all that. But then there are certain losses that can be avoided if you will only sit down and count the cost and plan properly well and think through and think through. And think through. There are certain loopholes that are more or less looming that are, that, are, that, are, that are present in that particular project, in that thing you want to invest in, you know. But then, when we don't sit down to plan, when we don't sit down to draw out, map out some things on paper, you know, we tend to be victims of those loopholes. We tend to be victims of those those unforeseen pitfalls because we don't sit down to plan at the conception. Of the vision that we have of the project that we intend to embark on so with that proper planning reaching our desired goal might be an hop in and eventually an impossible task so therefore I would like to say at this point that we must cultivate and engage the habits and strategy of proper planning because if you do not win on paper you would not win on the battleground if you can't win on paper you can't win in life whatsoever thing that is not clear to you on paper will not be clear to you in real life so we must first of all take time how to sit down count the cost what will be needed to do this what will be needed to do this what actually is required to do first what is the most important thing to do first what is the most profitable thing to do first what exactly is that thing that when you do it it will bring more returns you know 
counting the cost first, the most important thing, you know. And this actually also applies to our spiritual life, you know. Productivity as a spiritual being largely depends on strategic thinking, thinking constructively through the scriptures, comparing spiritual with spiritual. First Corinthians there are two texts tells us about comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. You know, God recognizes the importance and value of planning or strategic thinking, you know, which was why he extended the invitation of asking us to come and reason together with him. You know, coming to discuss with him, okay, it does not matter how unpleasant and difficult your situation is, if you will only sit down and engage in constructive and thinking, you will get out of whatsoever mess you are in. If only you will sit down with the word of God, think through the scriptures, what are the principles that have been made available to you? Fine, the promises are there, but you must understand that there are no promises without conditions. There are no promises without responsibility to take. So what sitting down with the world to think through, what are the responsibilities? What is my own role? What role must I play to actually get those promises to, actual, to be actualized in my life? So God recognizes the place of strategic thinking, God recognizes the place of proper planning and that's why he says come let us reason together let's think through come let's think through the prodigal son would have died in exile as a pauper if he had not planned his way to abundance if he had not thought through if he had not sat down and you know put some things together to think okay if i do this i think i will be free from this you know he had to sit down to think strategically he had to plan his way through. He even planned what he would say when he get to his father. That I would tell my father, oh, I'm sorry, you know, for this. Just make me a servant. You know, he plan- he, everything was planned before he embarked on that journey. If not, he would have died miserable death, even though he was meant to experience abundance on earth at that particular point in time. So we need to understand that no life will rise above the quality of his plan. Or strategic thinking because when you talk about planning we talk about you strategically putting some things into place strategically constructively thinking you know okay I have a goal you know I have something I want to do but then what will it take to get there how will I get it strategically thinking so your life or the life of a man cannot rise above the level of his plan the life of a man cannot rise above the quality of his plan or strategic thinking poor or inadequate planning will produce poor end results so if you are getting poor results now as a person in your finance and whatever aspect of your life is because you've never at one point or the other sat down to plan to plan to plan and the, and the purpose of this workshop is is uh is to enable us to see what things we need to do to ensure, her, to ensure we become a financial giant, to ensure we become financially independent, you know, that we get to a point where we don't have to beg because it's not the plan of God that we beg. It's not the plan of God that we remain in poverty. It is the plan of God that we live in abundance. The word of God says in 3 John verse 2, that I wish above all things that, that thou mayest prosper, financial prosperity, material prosperity, and be in good health, even as thy soul prosper. So God desires financial prosperity. It is not the will of God that we are poor. Let's not mistaken 
poverty for holiness. You can be poor and go to hell. That you are poor does not mean you will make heaven. No. Abraham was rich in cattle, in heads, he was rich. And he was one of the he was the father of faith. You know, he was one, he was, he was one of the people that worked with God. So poverty actually does not connote holiness. We must understand that it is a choice which you actually have to make. And God actually has made those those principles, you know, those things available for us. If only we are interested in them, we should work that, you know, you know we will work according to all of those things. So we must understand that riches, wealth, abundance is the plan of God. Money is not the root of evil, but the love of money is the root of it. God, we, God it is the will of God that we have money, but it is not his will that money controls us. So these are the basic things that we need to understand as children of God. And the earlier we understand these things, the better for us. But then for us to have these things, you know, at work in our life, for us to have these things materialized in our life, we need to engage ourselves in proper planning. You know, engaging the little resources that we have at our disposal, you know, because we understood in previous sessions that everything that we have was given to us by God. There is nothing that we have that was not received from heaven including your time, your energy, your money, and God has given every of those things to us to trade with them, to profit with that, to trade with them so that we can make more profit, so that we can live in abundance, so that we can live in abundance. Now, what are the few things? There are a few things that I, I would like us to understand also about money. The first thing that I would like us to understand about money is in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12, which says, money is a defense money is a defense i mean there are certain things trouble that people have gotten into all because they don't have money so many people have died not because it's the will of god at that point point in time for them but because there was no money you know there was no money at that point point. if they had money they would have you know survived at that point point in time so many people actually are experiencing some form of assault you know so are suffering because there is no money. So money is a defense. Number two, we need to understand that money answers all things. According to Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. Money answers all things. Of course, there are certain things that are that, that money actually can't buy. Money has its own limitation. But then money answers virtually everything you know, that you need. Number three, money gives you a voice. According to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 16, it says, Wisdom is better than strength. However, or nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. You know, because there are so many people that have, you know, they, they, they actually have, they know what they are doing. You know, they are actually upright. You know, they, they, they have these uh, ideas. You know, but then because there's no money, <laughs> their voice is not being heard. Because there's no money, there's a limitation, there's a limit to the level of influence they can have in their society. So money gives you a voice. I, I learned about um, a particular Christian group that bought a large sum of shares in tobacco company, in a to, in tobacco company. And because of that, they compelled that company to inscribe on every of their products that smoking is uh, dangerous, is hazardous to health. Smoking kills. 
I mean, but they couldn't have done that without money. Because of money, they were able to buy a large percentage of shares in that company, which gave them a voice in that company. So we need to understand that we, money is very important. As a child of God, money is very important. In the kingdom, money is very important. God has given us money, riches, made it available to us to, to, to exert a level of influence that will not be uh, that will not that cannot be be uh, be be, be uh, questioned, that cannot be denied by the people of the world. So we need to know, understand, see money in a good light. Like it's been said, that money is money is neither good nor bad, but money takes after the character of the owner. So it's not, you know, there's some people that, they, that, 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 that said, oh, ah, money is not good though. Look at the way this person is just misleading because he has money. No, it's the person. It's the person because there are some other persons that have that same money, but then are making good use of that money. So money is neither good or bad. Money is neutral, but takes after the character of the owner. So there is nothing wrong with money. Money is not evil in itself. But it all depends on the person who has the money in this case who has the money in this case so but we must understand that you know except we have a mapped out plan you know we might not get that desired end that god has for us it is the will of god that we are rich but then it takes strategic thinking it takes planning it will take sitting down to know what it takes to get to that point that god wants us to get to you know before we can actually get there. Nothing deprives a man from his inheritance as lack of the will without on how to achieve it. Jesus, God, the word of God says in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6 that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They don't have the will with that. They don't know what it takes you know, to get there, to achieve that which God actually has destined them to, to become. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15 says, the labor of the foolish worries every one of them because they know not how to go to the sea. They know how is the major thing they know how they know not how to get to the city they know not how to get to the city so it is not enough to desire to be rich it is not enough to desire to achieve a particular goal yours might yours might not be financial whatsoever goal or uh, of target or project that you have is not just enough to desire to have that thing or to get that thing but we must engage ourselves in strategic thinking we must have a mapped out plan on how to get there because the link between every vision and its actualization is a plan it's a plan your daily plan that makes you to engage that uh, to, to engage in relevant activities that will channel you or will direct you to the actualization of that goal so we must understand that the link between your goal, your vision, and its actualization is a plan. Without a plan, no goal or vision comes into actualization. No goal or vision becomes real becomes a reality. Becomes a reality. Okay, looking at uh, the parable of Jesus Christ once again in Luke 14 28 to 29 which says for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost 
whether he has enough to finish it lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish all who say all who see it begin to mock him saying this man began to build and was not able to finish it or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able to able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000 or else why the other is still a great way off he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace now the first thing that we would discover in this passage is that if anyone desires to stand out in life whatever aspect of life whether in finances whether financially or in whatever aspect of life other aspect of life he must have a definite or specific goal you must have a definite goal you must have a specific goal when you look at the parable of jesus christ that we just read in luke chapter 14 verse 28 down to 29 to 30 we discovered that the first thing that they had was that they had an intention of building they had a goal of uh, constructing a building they had a goal of making a building and they had a goal of building a house in the other one there was a king who actually had a specific target of fighting a particular city a goal of fighting a battle so the first thing that we need to understand to have that we need to have is that we must have a specific goal you know it is your goal the painted picture of your desire then that actually propels you to work so without a goal you can't actually become someone outstanding in life so you need to have a specific goal the word of god says that you know without vision the people perish where there is no vision the people perish so there must be a goal there must be specificity of a goal there must be a vision so when there is no vision in place destruction is in view when an individual does not have a specific thing he aims at he will aim at anything or everything that comes his way when you don't have a financial goal for instance for the sake of this workshop you don't have a financial goal you know you just buy anything that comes your way if you don't have a target you don't have a plan or, or no or, or no have a target of what you want to buy for instance when money comes into your hand you tend to buy anything that, that comes to your mind you tend to buy anything that is being introduced to you so the first thing that you need to have before money even gets to your hand you need to have a goal okay when this money comes what is my target what do i intend doing with it what do i desire to start what is that project that is actually a burning desire in my heart so you need to have a goal you need to have a specific uh, goal in your heart before you can actually start off uh, the journey to financial dependency so to emerge a financial giant or to be on top in whatsoever area of life we've chosen we need to have a specific aim you know and for this reason habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 god says we should write the vision and make it plain on tablet that he may run that race it so many are just part of the multitude because they do not have a template for their lives they do not have a template different from the life of the common man the multitude the general man and that's why they are just living like the common man the general man the mere man you know so you need a vision that will distinguish you from uh, 
the common man. And there's, there is, there's a lot of common man around today. You know, but for you to be exceptional, you know, to, to be exceptional financially, for you to build that uh, desired wealth of yours, you need to have a target. Okay, it's also time in my life. I, I want to be financially dependent. I want to build social uh, wealth for this reason. Okay, you just need to have a target. There are so many people that actually uh, have decided that at age 45, for instance, they are going to retire maybe from their own personal uh, business and uh, have um, someone who is going to manage it for them. Or maybe they are going to retire from uh, another person's job. You know, just have a goal because it just starts from what you want. So you need to have a specific goal. And secondly, in that passage, you will notice that it is not just enough to have a goal because that is not even the problem of those persons that Christ was addressing their challenges. So it is not just enough to have a goal or a vision, but you must have a mapped out plan on how to get there or achieve your goal. Because what makes, what brings out the beauty of every vision is the plan. The plan shows you what to do to actually actualize that desired goal of yours. It shows you the way out, how to get there. For instance, uh, if, if I decide uh, today that I want to I want to go to the US, you know, I need to have a plan. Okay, how do I get there? You know, where are those where are the places? Uh, where are those places that I need to get to? You know, to get to US. You know, the the the, the pilot, for instance has a plan he has a flight plan something called flight plan because without the flight plan he can't fly so then there, there is a need for a plan you know which will enable you get to your desired desired end as a, as a person so it's not just enough to have a goal it's not just to have a specific vision of, of your of your life maybe for your finance of your business whatever aspect of life but then you need to have a mapped out plan on how to get there. Jesus Christ said, for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether it has enough to finish it. You know, when we talk about counting the cost, we're talking about planning, we're talking about sitting down. Okay, if, if I want to do this, what will it take? What will it cost me to do it? Do it. What price do I need to pay? What do I need to put into place to actually do it? You know, so it is sitting down first to count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it or not. It actually has to do with engaging yourself in critical and strategic thinking. Putting things down on paper to see if you have all it takes to achieve that particular goal of yours, be it financial or otherwise. So it is through this critical process of planning that you know what you need to do to get your goal achieved. So without a plan, you can't really get to your desired end you can't really achieve your desired goal you can't achieve your desired goal so it is through the process of planning you achieve your goal it is through the process of planning that you'll be able to see the need for capacity building if there's any need for 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 that which in most cases there is always a need for capacity building because for you to uh to increase you know to express increase in whatever aspect of life there is a need to invest in capacity building. There is a need to invest in capacity. So many actually have the desire to be rich, for instance, but would not improve on themselves to the point commensurate to the level of pay or earnings that will make their goal and target realistic. Of course, you want to be a millionaire in the next 
one or two years is possible but then what are the things that needs to be to be put in place to make that a reality you need to set realistic goals okay if right now the skill you have for instance won't earn you enough to make it a reality then you need to build capacity you need to invest in yourself and that's why it asks, you, we have to take the stage of counting the cost of sitting down to plan you know very seriously because without plan the process of planning without that critical stage of planning every uh, vision will be disappointed every vision will not uh, will not come to reality in a zero sense it will just be uh, just stay at the level of a mere dream you know for that individual for example the widow uh, when he, she sat down with Elisha saw the need for capacity building you know she saw the need for capacity building she saw the need to go borrow vessels you know to experience the great increase she experienced you know during her lifetime she just had a bottle of a little jar of oil you know but until she went out to get more vessels to borrow many vessels to increase her capacity for that increase you know that little jar for it remained a little jar for it but that increase that cap- that that capacity that she increased that uh that that great increase she experienced at that particular point in time was as a result of us sitting down with elijah to talk it out to discuss it to map out a plan okay you are experiencing this particular difficulty you are in debt you know you are, you, 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 your husband has borrowed so much money they're about to take away your children you know so what is the next we have what do you have okay how do you work with that which you have you know to get what you want are you getting it now the resources at your disposal how do you trade with it what do you need to do to make it become abundant you know to become financially stable as a person she sat down to engage herself in critical thinking and that's one thing we need to do as an, as, as an individual as a person if you will refuse to sit down if we will fail to sit down you know to plan our way out even before starting to do something I mean there's going to be problem there's going to be problem uh, for us we might not uh, as we might not get to that point whereby we are financially dependent or we might not get to that point whereby we uh, we experience um, what's it called now we experience an extraordinary result we just keep experiencing uh, ordinary results just like every other person is expressing and we can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and experience a different result is impossible so looking at what it is that you have and how best to put them to use to maximize whatsoever resource resources at your disposal is very very vital you know to your success as a person to your financial dependence as a person so you need to draw out a plan you know which requires you think, thinking through strategically because you've got to put down the best strategy to get maximum results there are so many ways in which you can do that put to use that which you have but then you've got to ensure you get out map out the best plan that will give you the maximum uh, results that you desire so as i conclude on, on this on this part as i, as I conclude on, uh, on, 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 on in this session planning we must understand that planning makes the achievement of your goal of my goal clear and simple it makes it very easy it makes our, our goal very easy to achieve when you plan you know what to do today you know what to do tomorrow you know it makes it very simple and the likes
okay so uh like i said planning makes um the achievement of our goal very very easy and simple and uh, we need to understand that goals remain or we remain vague without a plan it's possible you have a, 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 a particular idea in mind it's particular you have a, a particular uh, project in mind that you want to do or something you want to do but without engaging the tool of planning that thing or that goal will remain vague you know you will not actually uh, get to know more about what to do to make it uh, a reality or to get it actualized so planning is very important you know, like it's commonly said you know, he who fails to plan uh, plans to fail you know, when, when, when we fail to plan we, f- we fail to put down put to put to writing you know to uh, what it's required to achieve a particular uh, thing then failure is inevitable in any aspect of life so any goal or project or vision without a plan we definitely always bound to fail because it is with the help of a plan that you will know what price that is required to pay to build whatever future you desire whether in finance or in whatever aspect of life you actually desire to build uh, uh, build uh, something worthwhile you know, and just as it's impossible to build a house that is worthwhile without a plan it's impossible to build something worthwhile something tangible without a plan so the question now is what is your goal you know or for the sake of this workshop what are your financial goals what are the things required to achieve it because i said it's not just enough for you to have financial goals but then you must have a mapped out plan okay if you say at such time of your life you want to have you want to have this at such time of your life you want to be financially dependent you don't want to experience uh lack anymore okay what actually uh what are the plans that you've actually put in place to make that a reality what are you doing now that will secure your future what price are you paying now that will make that possible in the nearest future because before you know it uh two years three years ten years will come and it will go so but what are you doing now to make that possible now the question of happiness is that particular price is it payable though it might be difficult you might need to cut down some excesses your way of life your way of spending and all that you might need to deprive yourself of certain privileges but then we need to understand that it's better we pay now to play later you know than to play now and pay later so it might look very difficult it might cost you so much things but then as if what you actually intend building or what what your target is is not worthwhile then there's no point you know pursuing it so then that's why you need to define your goal first because if your goal is worthwhile if it's worth pursuing if it's worth sacrificing all you've got now i mean then i think it's wise enough to sacrifice everything that you have now to ensure you're financially dependent at that particular time that you a stipulated time that you actually have planned to be financially dependent on at that stipulated time that you have planned to have whatsoever thing you desire in your heart you know, so our advice or our encourage us to choose to endure the pain of discipline now it might be painful but then our advice and encourage us to choose to uh, to choose the pain of discipline at this point in time 
so as to uh, avoid so as not to be a, a, a victim of the pain of hardship or regret later because there are so many people at, at, at their later stage or in their, in their old age who are suffering who are not because they didn't have a well-paid job while they were young but then they actually squandered everything they lived aimlessly they didn't have a plan or they didn't have a foresight of of what their whole day would look like they didn't have a plan you know on how to invest what they've got you know at that particular point in time you know to become financially stable and dependent in their holding there are so many people that actually are just uh, are suffering now in their holdings because they've refused to uh to plan for their future they refuse to to invest or to pay the price one way or the other you know at one point in their life or the other so i want to encourage us to choose to pay the price now it doesn't matter how difficult how painful it might be now it's definitely we pay off and later and i pray that the almighty god will bless us the almighty god will empower us to pay the required price god will grant us the spirit of discipline will help us to be disciplined in our spending will help us to be disciplined in our relationships will help us to be disciplined in our families you know in whatever sphere of life we will find ourselves you know in, in handling issues god will help us to be disciplined because it takes discipline you know to stand out you know to get the best results in life and god will see us through in the name of jesus amen